to What's the Takeaway podcast. We are so pleased that you're joining us, Julie, Danielle and myself, Jacqueline, as we chat about faith, life and everything in between. Our prayer is that God shows you what's the takeaway he has for you on your journey with him through each episode. Hi ladies and welcome back to What's the Takeaway podcast. We're on episode three today. So today we're going to take a look at women's ministry within the church and an open and frank discussion Ooh. and what draws some women to link in with women's ministry and what does the opposite, what makes some women run. I'll, I'll represent that part of you <laughs> yeah, there. Okay. Um, so all three of us sitting here today, we are obviously women's ministry is a huge part of our lives yeah. and our calling. Mm-hmm. So let's start from hearing what, you know, what our women's ministry is. Julie, I'm going to come to you first. Okay. Um, well, I didn't really experience women's ministry until I joined the Bible study that we're all part mm. of. Um, I'd do been... you love it? I do <laughs> love it. I do love it. Um, I've I had been to a few re- retreats, yeah. like as a as a teenager and like an you know an older teen mm. into my early twenties or whatever, um, and really enjoyed that. But um, I don't really have much of a history with women's ministry before mm. joining what what we're all part of now. Um, after a few years of coming to women's Bible mm-hmm. study, um, I started leaving leading worship before I had learned to play the guitar, which is <laughs> was just a challenge. Was just a cappella, which I don't know. I don't know how I did that. I, just only God, right? Um, and he had to work with what he had, I suppose, because that, was, that was all that was available. It was <laughs> yeah, just me and job. my voice. Um, and somehow we got through it. But eventually I did learn to play the guitar, mm-hmm. um, enough to give us a tune at least. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and I really love it. It's really, it's opened up a whole new world of worship, I guess, um, for me. And I really enjoy leading, leading How women. old were you when you started coming along to women's ministry? Oh... I have no idea. Right. I was trying to think about that today mm-hmm. and I just, I can't think back to probably when you started teaching. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about that, how we yeah. started Bible study in my house. <clears throat> I remember mm-hmm. that. It was probably when you started teaching, I started coming mm-hmm. along. And then I had a gap for a while and I don't really know why. Yeah. I think just probably disobedience, to be mm-hmm. honest. Probably yeah. just making excuses mm-hmm. uh, and being lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you keep touching on that. Is and there something not, you want to get and into? Not, <laughs> and not supporting my friend, oh, which yeah. was horrible. So mm-hmm. um, but I'm, I'm back. I'm my husband did well. I'm joking. Why are your friends not supporting you? So... Um, and I just say, Julie, that we are blessed and that you oh, did. Um, nice. I feel as if when we set you a challenge, you kind of go, oh, I don't know. And then you go, yeah, okay, that's fine. And then Julie and does just take a challenge on the, the chin. guitar beautifully for us. Oh, so thank you very much. Yeah. I do. It's definitely a blessing to us. Yeah. Danny, you want to give, I know you have a, a long history. A long history. I a got a history, <laughs> people. I do. Um, so if you can give us. Right. I think it's important for someone like me to kind of talk about it a little bit because I am like that person who looks at that kind of stuff and is a little bit like repulsed. <laughs> I know it's a bad and strong word, but I do genuinely feel like it was a very much us and them scenario mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. I got involved like pr- predominantly quite young as a Christian. I got saved when I was a teenager, but I got saved in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, in the 80s, let's just talk. They all were like... In the 80s, they were like that second generation of Calvary, kind of, or maybe like, the, I don't know, maybe still the first generation, but they all had like really curly hair. It was really long. <laughs> they wore really long dresses. And I kind of see myself as sort of like a linebacker. Like I'm a little bit like, <laughs> here comes Danny. 
And so my mom won't like that I said that, but I do feel that way sometimes. But I did feel like I kind of didn't fit in. I didn't really mm-hmm. like, I wasn't fascinated by some of the things that they were fascinated by. And they were the loveliest women. Like the first church I ever got involved with, they were the loveliest ladies. They would always give me scripture passages. I remember that was the first time I ever heard the verse Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm-hmm. And they were lovely women, but their focus was very heavy on, um, being a wife and a mm-hmm. mother mm-hmm. and and I would hear the words godly woman and I was like what is that and I would naturally gravitate to where all the men hung out <laughs> and if you still let me do that I would probably still do that but God is like no I'm gonna do something with you yeah. so I would always like if I heard words like eschatology or like hermeneutics I was like what is that and I would naturally gravitate to that part of like the coffee table like where mm-hmm. the coffee and the donuts were mm-hmm. and I was like oh what is this that's where the men are yeah that's where the men are and, and and I was like what is this all about and I think like I was so well loved at that church and those women really spent so much time my youth pastor and his wife were amazing to me but like I really didn't connect with women's mm-hmm. ministry and then as I grew up I kind of realized I have a gift for te- like the, the gift that God mm-hmm. gave me was teaching. Absolutely. And so that sort of kind of plummeted me into areas. Mm-hmm. So even though I didn't understand women, women's issues, the Bible, all that stuff at the time, I was being pummeled into this like role of teaching. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, it, I realized that I didn't really have a lot of like really close women mm-hmm. friends. And I thought maybe that should change. Mm-hmm. But that might have been the Lord. Yeah. You know, and then I remember teaching at Bible college and then thinking, I think I might like women's ministry after all. <laughs> I think I'm not afraid of women. And probably a lot about my own image had mm-hmm. changed as well. Probably like how I felt about myself mm-hmm. within myself. Mm-hmm. So it made me more able to come into the community of women. And I still was single. I didn't have kids. Mm-hmm. And that was still quite a heavy. And then I met this lady and she was absolutely, totally in love with scripture. Mm-hmm. And she just wanted to disciple me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't even know what that means, but okay, let's do it. And she just discipled me in the word of God. She gave me opportunity and I was her women's ministry. Mm-hmm. She totally saw something mm-hmm. and she invested in me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then when I went to the church that is my sending church, I was just, obviously it was like, this is where I fit now. Like I want to mm-hmm. be with these people. And it wasn't the focus at that time had transitioned a lot. It wasn't about just being a wife or a mother. Mm-hmm. It was about knowing the word of God. Mm-hmm. And there was a big emphasis on the word of God. Mm-hmm. And for me, that like is where everything changed. Yeah. And also there's just a community of women. I like, I really started to enjoy it mm-hmm. again where I just didn't in my early years. Yeah. I know that sounds really rubbish, but no, no, I think a lot of people probably relate to that. Mm-hmm. To not feeling like they have a place to fit in, or even Absolutely. just not feeling like they want to fit in. Yeah. Like, I just That's don't that. even want to. But obviously, Absolutely. God calls us to do things that don't come naturally to us sometimes, and or tells us to do things that isn't in our nature, and mm-hmm. but it's for our benefit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Danny, again, from a you know, using your gift within the women's ministry, we are very blessed. Mm-hmm. You are, you 100%. know, and we will in some of the podcasts just have podcasts of you you know just sharing <laughs> just the word because away. you definitely are gifted and for me oh, I don't really like following you but I do appreciate your encouragement and your support there as well as you know kind of the times that I've stepped out to do mm-hmm. teaching so that comes to me then mm-hmm. um so you would kind of think with being the leader of the women's ministry that I have been all in women's ministry my whole life I've grown up in church mm-hmm. Not actually the case. I did when I was younger. Um, I used to go to the women's ministry. I think it was every Thursday night or, you know, every 
I would go and even remember taking my son along when he was just a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how committed I was at that point. And then I opted out of women's ministry mm. and I made every excuse under the sun. Mm. Well, I can't, I've got kids, mm. you know, as my kids were getting, oh, they've got BBs. Oh, they've got this, they've got that. And could I have got somebody else to do the BB run? Mm. Yeah, they've got their daddy there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but no, I definitely. Um, what was that about? Well, I, I think looking back, it was probably around about past hearts and, mm. you know, dare say I absolutely didn't want to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. Mm. The women's retreats would roll around and I would be like, nope, can't leave my babies. They're too young. They're too young. Did go to one and then went, nah, I am not coming back. I'm not doing it again. Um, and then 2015, <clears throat> the, you know, here's a retreat coming up and I was like, don't really want to go. And I think it was almost stuff like the, you know, some of the other ladies in the church were like that. That group of friends are absolutely coming to this retreat. Mm-hmm. And I went along. Actually, that's not true. I was still making excuses. And I somebody, remember that retreat, Somebody actually. phoned me and said, why don't you want to go to the women's retreat? Is it I because you that. don't want to be vulnerable? And in that instant, mm-hmm. that very second, I knew that's exactly why I don't want to go. And you've called mm-hmm. me on it. So now I'm going to have to go. But mm-hmm. when didn't go with the best kind of heart. I went mm-hmm. with... I don't really want to be here. And, you know, strange circumstances, like none of my friends were there when I arrived. It was just me and, well, you know, people that I know from my church, <laughs> but not not the people I wanted around so about vulnerable. me. Although my mum listens to this, she'll be like, I was there. <laughs> I just didn't want to be there. Yeah. I, I really didn't. I think I went into my room. The toilet didn't flush properly in our room. So you're and like, this place is horrible, I'm out. I was just like, I want to go home. I actually think I sat in the bed and cried. But do you know what? God wanted me there. Amen, mm-hmm. he did. And God, massively, that whole weekend, it was like everything just really spoke. Um, and I actually came home from that weekend and had this really, really strong feeling from God of, you're going to take over the women's ministry. Mm. <laughs> I don't go to the women's ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't do that. Yeah, I'm not a member. Yeah, um, and God's just like, you just have to, no more excuses. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're in. You're all in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would faithfully go along on Thursday nights and I was there showing up you know and then um, our pastor's wife at the time she went like can you lead tonight and I do remember the other women looking at me going but she's just started coming and you're mm-hmm. like oh um, and the next 2017 she took me aside to say that um, God's told her that I have to take over the women's ministry and at that point I went well, That's I know amazing. that because he's told me. And mm-hmm. so that that was my role into women's ministry. And what I will say is, I love it. Yeah. I really do. I love mm-hmm. everything about it. I love our Thursday night in-depth Bible studies. Mm-hmm. And I love that we study the Bible. And I text this to you yeah. girls this week. Listen to a few different things. I am glad our women's ministry is not flowery. Now, I like flowers. I'm a girly girl. She loves girl. flowers, girl. I like anything girly. But I'm glad we are not just there making flower arrangements mm. or learning how to you're not a party planner to, you know you're yeah so much more so embroidery. you know and I think that's yeah, yeah embroidery <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Knitting. but I love that we can we can have such you know we are we are leading our women to have the word of God in their hearts and mm-hmm. in their hands we are leading them to a place of worship we are teaching them to really look in and look deep into the word of God and question wait a minute is this exactly how this is how I've yeah. been told all my life mm-hmm. and really pointing them back to the word, the word, the word. And I just feel, I feel so blessed. Oh, I really do. Lovely. I just think it's, mm-hmm. it's an amazing place to be. And I am so glad. Big I hurdle. Got out you of came my, up with, came up with yeah, a big hurdle. Yeah, out of my head mm-hmm. and 
through that whole process, God broke down so many walls. Mm. So that, and here I am today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vulnerable. Like you said, yeah. like you made yourself vulnerable yeah. to God. Uh, and then I, so the next retreat I went to, from the one that I went to that I didn't want to go to, the next mm. retreat I went to, I had organized. Yeah. yeah. You know, but you can so honestly like, say it has been roses the whole way, no. but oh, you, no. you've yeah. remained open to God. That's it. And mm-hmm. we've made changes and, you know, it's about keeping it fresh. And, you know, I'm just so thankful that God can use me, somebody who was so resistant towards women's ministry. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, we have our plans, don't we? And God's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but I have a better plan. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's such um, it's such a phenomenal place yeah. to be, but never... Not because, oh, you know, well, I'm the women's ministry lead. It's nothing to do about that. It's no. about the fact that the women let me into their lives, mm-hmm. and, yep. mm-hmm. you know, in ways that is just, it's special. So, yeah, yeah that, that's, so that's, that gave you a, a place to be. Shot of where, why we are where we are. Mm-hmm. And through the years, Danny, you and I were there, pretty, you know, you were always there. And Julie, you've come on more and more. You know, now we've got this wee group that mm-hmm. we, we do it together. So it's so I know sometimes lovely. we sit and think about how long we've been doing it. Because I've been there for 15 years yeah. and that blew my mind. Yeah. I remember the first retreat. I remember all of that. Like, oh, no. it's been a journey. It's crazy, yeah. isn't hey, it? Hey, it's a journey. Friends go on journeys oh, together. Yes, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> so, Danny. We're talking about women's ministry. Yeah. What's the <laughs> biblical backing of women's ministry? There is none. There's none. There's none. Tell Thank us about you, that. Jesus, <laughs> that this is not mandated. Um, there's none. There's no mandate for women's ministry. Um, and I hope that doesn't hurt too many people's hearts. But there is a beautiful mandate from Titus in Titus chapter. I think it's Titus chapter one. And he's he's actually kind of exhorting the body of how they need to behave mm-hmm. and what is required of them. And then he goes on, and he, I think believe he says in Titus chapter two, verse one or verse two or verse three. I can't remember. I just know it's there that he was saying that um, you know these healthy women. I believe it's verse four. If, mm-hmm. if anybody wanted to even read that, that would be great. But verse four, he tells him, you know, like you older women, and I know we talked about the older women, but we're saying you seasoned, mature yes, women, absolutely, um, spiritually mature women, come alongside and teach the younger women. And I started thinking about like how it is about coming together to share with each other the gifts that God has given us, Mm -hmm. the skills, in order to help each other do Mm -hmm. this thing called Christianity, this walk, this journey that we're on. We need companionship. Pilgrim's Progress talks about Mm -hmm. companionship. You know, you're going to have all these different things come at you. You know, you need support, Um, not just as a woman. You do need support as a woman, Mm -hmm. but you need Christian support for yourself in order to know how to be the person that God wants you to be, you mm-hmm. need support in that. Like, let's say you feel like God was telling you, I'm called to do the women's ministry uh-huh. or I'm called to do worship or I don't know my place even. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes having that companionship along the path. So there's no um, mandate for mm-hmm. what we do. We just yep. gather together. I do think there are some prerequisites, though. Mm-hmm. Did I say that word appropriately? Yeah. Mm. I do think there are some things that you could look out for for good women's ministry mm-hmm. that I think are important. And that is that they're teaching the word of God. Absolutely. Like that would be my primary, you know, mm-hmm. number one. They're teaching the word of God. They're on, they're moving in the Holy Spirit, you know. Um, we have a lot of we have a lot of things now for women. I mean, maybe not so much Scotland, but worldwide I think mm-hmm, we have mm-hmm. things that we can access, podcasts, mm-hmm. all these different things. So we have reasons to not go out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then we have these worldwide conferences and all these things and all those things are beautiful and yeah. wonderful and there's a place for them. But I do not think they are the ministering of what we can do to one another yeah. in a small community mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. And I think 
that is the mandate of Titus. The mm-hmm. mandate is to look out carefully. Did you want to read it, Jules? Yeah. Is it Titus 2, verse 3 to 5? I think it's 3 to 4, but go for three it. Four. You can read okay. 3 to 5. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live. That's me. Not to be slanderers <laughs> or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Not me. <laughs> then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't go down good in modern culture, does it? Yeah. No, and it that's I, I, think it, I think it is a, an important thing to pick out here. And we're not going to add or take away from the word of God, mm-hmm. but obviously the world has moved on. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot Totes. of women mm-hmm. um, have to go out to work and mm-hmm. actually go out to work because they they want to go out to work or they go out to work and they do very, you know, important jobs. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think the important thing there is that even if we work, you know, our family is still our main priority. We mm-hmm. don't work to the sacrifice of our husband and our children. Mm-hmm. And the obviously they, they mm-hmm. kind of been, um, is it submissive, Julie? Was that the word that it used? It said be subject. Subject to their husbands. Again, mm-hmm. my taking that, um, and you can correct me if you think I'm wrong, but, you know, to me, the marriage is, is a, it's a joining, you know, mm-hmm. it's you're, you're doing the, the job together. Mm-hmm. But at sometimes, you know, when you kind of come to a stalemate, then somebody has to be the head of the house. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my kind of taking that. And it's probably something we can pull apart later on. Another, another time. Episode, another but, time. We, you know, um, yes, because that, that can mm-hmm. be a bit. But so um, I think I want to say one last thing because uh-huh. I am a yeah. pastor's wife and I want to talk from that perspective that. A women's ministry is not solely reliable on the pastor's wife. Mm-mm. A women's ministry is a group of women who come together to seek God. Absolutely. And I do think that a pastor's wife has a large responsibility in that because she's a carer of the people. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to remember that it's not like they're this idol that we stick up mm-hmm. on this pedestal and we're not really involved yet until we meet her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, you're where God wants you to be. Be useful. Yeah. You know, be useful to the body around you and, and do the work of an evangelist, do the mm-hmm. work of a disciple. But also at the same time, you know, like we are there for each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't just go to women's ministry so that I can only talk to you because no. you're a pastor's wife or only speak to Doreen because she was a pastor's wife. I go there to really actually engage mm-hmm. the women Absolutely. Um, and, and be there for them and to mm-hmm. be there for them in the way that other women have been there for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I actually really appreciate is that I was in that position for five years mm-hmm. before and I'm really not comfortable with that pastor's wife title. Yeah, it really is definitely something. Very proud to, you know, that my husband's the pastor and to support him and everything, but I'm just like kind of, you know, that mm-hmm. title still. You'll get there, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really like that I was able to find my feet mm-hmm. within that position as just part of yeah. the leadership of the church. Yeah. Without well, doing the work. Being, yeah, because it probably is one of the things that I have noticed since <clears throat> um, my husband became <clears throat> the pastor that some people do treat us ever so slightly differently. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that I was mm-hmm. able to kind of lay the ground of this is where I believe God's taken this women's ministry. Yeah. And, you know, whereas I, I think it probably would be a bit different now. Yeah. So I appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, where you're, where you're coming yeah. from. And even though there's not a biblical dan- ma- mandate, sorry, uh-huh. what we need to remember is that um, a large portion of the church is women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they Absolutely. need care. You yeah. know, they need care. One of the things I really love about women's ministry is that Women see things differently. I mean, mm-hmm. men, women, our brains work very, very mm-hmm. differently. And for all, you know, sitting under our pastors on a Sunday morning, you know, who can, I've been a bit biased here because it's my husband who can teach the Bible <laughs> very, very well. And, you know, it's great. 
I sometimes feel that when a woman teaches it to a woman, that we just, we pick out different things. Like yeah. if I go back to Ruth, my favourite book, on, and I never, when my husband's deciding what he's going to teach, I've never really interfered mm-hmm. until he'd done the book of Ruth. <laughs> and you're like, and well, I was that. like um, are, are you going to pull out that bit? And are you going to say that? And he's like, well, no, because that's, that's you know, that doesn't need to be. And I'm going, but you know, there's women sitting there. Mm-hmm. And that made me really really realise the big difference between mm-hmm. men teaching and women teaching, mm-hmm. you know, and men tend to be a bit more, you know, <clears throat> straight down the line, yeah. whereas women, you know, we speak with our emotion, don't we? And, yeah. You know, we romanticise the books and we, and I think it's good for women to see that and we can then apply it from a woman's point of view. Mm. Yeah. But I think a really important thing um, is to make sure that women aren't, well, I go to women's ministry, so I don't need to go to church. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It is, there it is a, a bonus. Yeah, 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 it, it's sure. a bonus. It's a pretty bonus there that mm-hmm. you, you can have that in it's addition not its to. Own no, it definitely no. isn't. No. Um, and, uh, you know, if you I feel if we had somebody that was only ever coming to our women's ministry, we'd be like, hey, mm-hmm. nice to see you on a Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, that kind Culturally of thing. speaking, I know you did ask me on a biblical level, but culturally speaking, because I have, like, because I am mixed into this culture yeah. now, and I can see that we have gone away we have gone away from this idea mm-hmm. of women helping women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was even like researching something one time and I remember coming across this Victorian book and it was all about the Victorian, how they how the Victorian women used to um, help each other out by telling stories. Mm-hmm. So they would have these groups of women that gathered together and they would have like these teas, these mm-hmm. afternoon teas and all parts of the culture could come to it. But they were these places where the women would get together and they would retell stories. Yeah. And it made me think a little bit of um, Francine Rivers' book, The Red Tent, mm-hmm. where in the Old Testament the women would go to mm-hmm. the red tent and they would yeah. have a season there and they would they would literally like look after each other they would like they would like do each other's hair help each other with the clothes they would help each other with a lot of different stuff and you know here's some companionship on the mm-hmm. journey again something that we got to in the third pod, mm-hmm. first podcast and I'm thinking about how um, you know it is really about that coming alongside you know how do women know how to be moms well nowadays we send out um, we send out health visitors mm-hmm. you know is that still what we send out or are they called yeah, something else yeah. yeah health visitors health visitors so I feel like if if them if that we're having to send out all these like other types of workers then to the end of it we're, we're missing their point of what women are meant to be doing yeah um, and I, I think that is the thing that is where we are where we've lost that kind of tightest thing. Um, yeah, we have. We have. And I, for my day job, I work in, yeah. I work in that environment. And I frequently find myself saying to new mums, um, don't worry. Mm-hmm. It's because we have not learned skills. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we have lost that from the generations mm-hmm. it's came down. And, you know, so that, I suppose, in society, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, bringing that back can yeah. now... It's obviously it was very different for somebody raising a baby or you know children in the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties to what it is raising them Absolutely. in the noughties. You know mm-hmm. it's very very even different. I mean my children, my eldest is a bit older than both of yours, mm-hmm. so you know it was a different time for me to raise him and to raise you. And I think you know it's important that we don't that that we accept that things change some things change for a reason because mm-hmm. research moves on and things yeah, like that. Yeah. I think I got away yeah. and a wee Yeah, are we tangent. We tangent? love our little social work tangents. <laughs> our cultural we tangents. Do, don't we? we do love them. We and the people with us and go, that's not biblical. <laughs> like it's okay. We know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Um so I think we've we've probably done a really, really good job of, you know, setting up what you know, 
why women's ministry is really important to us. Get to what? church. No, just <laughs> get to women's Bible If study. you are thinking, mm, I was thinking about going to women's Bible study and you've listened to this podcast, then... And you've put me off even more. No, no, just no I hope no. the opposite. Um, is Julie anything you want to add? No? Are you happy? What I'm thinking is, ladies, <laughs> we're having a wee pause there because I have just wrote the girls a note and said, I, I was trying to read it while I you were talking actually to me think like, what, this, what we have written here, we had for one episode, but girls, I think it could go into two. Sure, why um, not? Um, so I think this is probably a really good place to pause. And I am going to come to Danielle. What's the takeaway? And I'm going to ask, what, how did you know it was What was the takeaway? What is your takeaway? Hmm. My takeaway is that God is good. Mm-hmm. He is faithful. Mm-hmm. He has brought me from one end of the women's ministry spectrum mm-hmm. to the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm really grateful that he hung in there with me and that other women hung mm-hmm. in there with me and that um, he's done like this work in my life that mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't imagine that. I mean, I know what I wanted for my life, but then mm-hmm. he was like, but I've got something else mm-hmm. that's yeah. so good, you know? Yeah. So Absolutely. that's my takeaway. My takeaway is once again God's faithfulness to his, mm-hmm. his children. Mm. Awesome, Julie. Um, I think just I think it's just really such a blessing. Women's ministry, like mm-hmm. like you were saying, like it's not a replacement for church. It's no. an add on, mm-hmm. and that is such a beautiful thing that mm-hmm. that we can have. That like mm-hmm. we have our more, church more, life more. that. <laughs> Our husbands and our children and our family are involved in and and all of us, our church family, are involved in together, you know, like a, in, a, in a community. Um, but the women's ministry is just for us and yeah. it's just that time to to just be his daughter and nothing else. Yeah. Um, so, like yeah, that. what a blessing. I like that. No, I, I do. I love I love the, <coughs> the daughter of the you know, king analogy. I really do. For me, my takeaway is just what obedience to God can really mm. can do mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. lives and Amen. what it brings us. I mean, who would have thought from all the years ago, Danny, <laughs> getting your hair cut and, you know, we're now we're sitting with a podcast. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, That's why when we freak out, I have confidence. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know who freaks out, but you know. <laughs> I'm like, it's all good. God made a promise. God made it. And you're like, get organized, people. Julie, would you like to close us in prayer? Yeah, sure. Lord, I thank you that um, that you provide for all of our needs, Lord, and, and you care about our emotional health and our mental health just as much as our physical health and our spiritual health, Lord. And um, I thank you for women's ministry. I thank you that it's a place where women can come together and, and sit at your feet and, and hear from you. Um, and share from a woman's perspective the things that that you're teaching us and um, I pray that the women that are listening that they would um, come back for the next episode and and hear what we're going to chat about um, next time in Jesus name amen amen thank you Julie so thank you very much for joining us ladies on our next episode episode four we will do the second half of this episode where we're actually going to take a more in-depth look at what you know if you're what might put you off women's ministry mm. and how to actually connect in and so please join us yeah, for some it. steps on how to get yourself there absolutely yeah, slowly but definitely um, and we just you know would love to hear what your takeaway is mm-hmm. for today join us next time thank you thank you Bye. 
are so glad you joined us for this episode. If you enjoyed spending time with us and think others would too, please, would you do us a favor, like, share, and review the podcast. Also, you can leave us a wee message of what your takeaway was from the episode. This helps us get the message of God's goodness out to more people. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, links in bio. In the meantime, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace.